Today on Franex, we're doing another episode of Meet the Z, where we get to ask some questions into what was their buying process look, look like, and what did they go through from a due diligence standpoint, uh, and discovery. Uh, up next, Clark McCarthy from Bavia. Coming up next. All right, Clark, glad to have you with us. Uh, we've tried this before. This time it's definitely going to work. Um, what I would love for you to start with is what's your story? How does franchising even come come into your life? Give us kind of that, that background into who you are and what you do. Yeah, man, no, glad to be here. Thank you guys for having me. Um, so background for me, uh, really, the majority of my professional career is uh, was as an educator and a coach. Um, so way other end of the spectrum uh, than dumpsters. Uh, so um, I transitioned out of really the coaching world. I uh, was at the University of South Carolina uh, with the women's soccer team there for several years. And uh, it was just time for uh, a change for me just in the season of life I'm in with me you know, married two young kids. And, um, and that took, a, took me away a lot just with the nature of the, the, the business. Um, was at a uh, commercial real estate firm and absolutely loved my time there. Uh, loved that business. Uh, very entrepreneurial at heart because you're, you're, you've got a support team. And the guys I was with at Wilson Kibler were uh, tremendous. Um, and uh, this opportunity came along um, with some uh, business partners that I'm working with now that actually presented it to me. And um I never thought in a million years, um, one, just the whole dumpster aspect, it's just something you don't think about. Um, but as the more and more we met and talked about it, uh, the more my wife and I just felt really good about it. Um, the franchise model is, is so beneficial because there you're not having to reinvent the wheel. What Philip and Tim and Overton and, uh, the rest of that team and the board have created through Vivia really gives you the platform uh, and, I mean, really sky's the limit. You just kind of take it and run with it and um, make it your own, which, uh, which I really, really enjoy. And the fact that Philip and Tim and Overton and the rest of the team are so accessible when you have a question or you need some advice – uh, because of their expertise in the waste management world um, is is second to none. And I, I, there's no way we'd be where we are today with without having that franchise model uh, in play with that. So in a nutshell, it's kind of where I'm coming from and to, to where I'm at today with Via. All right. So one thing that I want to break down a little bit towards towards the end of your, your opening statement, the, the two categories that you seem to dial into, which is consistent with other franchise owners, is the business model and the culture. So from a cultural standpoint, you had to evaluate who are going to be these folks that are going to support me in my journey. And from a business model standpoint, uh, does this model build have the potential to build wealth for me and my family? Is that is are those are those the two main things that you had to study to get uh, to the yeah. finish line? Yeah, Yeah. no, absolutely. And I think from the culture standpoint, the thing I love about what, uh, you know, Philip and those guys do is just as much as you're really vetting them, 
they're vetting you just as hard, if not harder. Um, they want to grow, but they want to do it in the right way. And they really look at who's interested in their model and the market that that, you know, customer may be in and really want to make sure it's a good fit and someone that they want to work with. Um, Cause um, all of them multiple times a week. And that's a big piece of it. So I really appreciated that. And it's the time and the effort that they took to really walk us through the process. That was a huge comfort level. Uh, and then the model, they have a great model in place. Um, a lot of software and different um, things we have access to that. I mean, it would, you could get there on your own, but it just would be, it's, it's, I mean, it's really remarkable what they have in place for you to really you got it. Here's everything you need. We're here if you need us, but here's what will make you successful. And if you do these things, you'll have success. Uh, so I really love that. It's really do the blocking and tackling and execute. Um, and it doesn't mean every day is going to be easy, but they certainly, the system they have in place is, is, is really incredible. As an entrepreneur, uh, and we'll get into entrepreneur being an entrepreneur within a franchise system. But as an entrepreneur, uh, you know, making money has to be a part of the the puzzle piece mm -hmm. for you. But when you're telling your story, you're like, "Look, I'm on the road. I have young children. I want time with my family." So you have lifestyle, you have money, uh, <laughs> you have being an entrepreneur. Like, how important is like how much are you thinking about money? after the lifestyle piece was was cut off and how did you evaluate that yeah so you know this the lifestyle side this was a huge benefit because you know you're you're at home every night you're in your own bed every night um and you know the day-to-day -day you have a business to run there's an operation side there's an hr side there's all those things that come into play with it um but from the just the family life work balance all that it it's 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 remarkable uh it doesn't mean there's not long days or early mornings or later nights but that's just a part of anything in life but the the balance is certainly a, a key piece of that the financial side i mean obviously there's a lot of um you know investment that you you, you make um but that was part of that early on process of really meeting and talking with philip and those guys and watching what they've done in Nashville, I mean, it's almost unbelievable until you get there and, you know, they've got 430 containers and you get there and there's one on their yard. And you're like, how, how in the world? I mean, in, in three years. Um, and you're like, this can work. This can work in Columbia. It, it most certainly can work. They've got the model in place. And then, I think with any entrepreneur or anybody that says, Hey, I want to start my own business. You're willing to take that risk up front, knowing that the financial piece three, five, eight, ten 10 years down the road is, is the goal from a financial standpoint, but it takes that time and legwork, you know, to get there. You know, like we say, it's, there's a reason a rocket uses, you know, 90% of its fuel from launch pad to get up to the, you know, level of atmosphere before you break into space. I mean, you got to really get after it and push it to get there. But once you do, it's not that you're done. It's just 
Now it's about maintaining it and doing things the right way, taking care of your customers. But the financial side upside is certainly something that this a this a factor in it, and um, this model allows you to to uh, increase that bar significantly for sure. Talk about your due diligence uh, a little bit, both from a process standpoint and, and how you did your research. I mean, obviously, as, as a coach, you understand playbooks and research and even <laughs> evaluating players, cutting them and, yeah. and putting them on a team. But from both, and, and I'm, I'm super fascinated by this question of how much time from the second that you're like, all right, I'm interested in Vivia to you actually moving forward with them. How much, what was that timeline like? And then what was your due diligence yeah. like? Yeah, it was, I mean, several months, uh, and I can't, I cannot take all the credit there. Uh, like I said, I've got some business partners here that really started the process and, um, we've known each other a long time through, um, some, some Bible studies and just the professional world. Uh, one of them actually used to work with their dad at the commercial real estate firm. So we knew each other. Um, and for whatever reason, we joke about it now when they, when they kind of started this process, they thought of me. So I said, well, you, so you thought of dumpsters and thought of me. So I was like, it could have been worse. It could have been toilets. Um, (laughs) So that's how it started. But really last, I mean, summer, I'd say around May, June, um, you know, the initial contact had started and really worked all the way through the summer months, all the way up until, july august when everything was like okay this is this is definitely it we're we feel good about it um and uh like i said philip and tim and those guys were great through the whole process and then the final piece was i think it was two maybe three trips actually to nashville to meet with them uh and the final being our our onboarding process the training um so definitely took a took our time and again just really wanted to feel good about it but the kind of men that they are um and what they stand for and what they believe in and their faith really resonated with us um and that ultimately just it it made the decision very easy at the end just knowing we want to work with these guys we believe in what they're doing and uh what they're doing is working. You see it in you know Nashville. Look, it's doing it in Birmingham now, and it's doing it in the Low Country now. Um, so the proof was there. Um, it was just about all right. It's time to bring it to our market as well. Okay, so give them advice. They want to find the next Clark. What are they doing wrong <laughs> as a franchisor to get that story out there? Because you said like culturally we were aligned. What do they mm-hmm. need to do to go find more of you? Oh, man, I think, you know, their process, just like any other franchise out there, I mean, there's there's processes, there's little, you know, information sheets that you can fill out on their website. They, you know, they've got phone numbers. Um, I, I, I really like how they handle it because they're not obnoxious about it. I think the proof is in the pudding and I like that they take it a little slower. Um, you know, they, they've advertised in different markets, you know, what at Florida, Arizona and some, you know, right now really it's in the Southeast. But again, I like the fact that they, they don't want to just get it and have a VL all over 50 States and then 
not have it do well because that reflects poorly on them. And that was really one of the big things we liked about it because we didn't want to jump into something knowing that, hey, they just want to get out there, get money and move on. And, you know, there's going to be no support after six months. Uh, no, they really, like I said, take their time. So I like their approach. It's more of um, it's a little, I guess, not as aggressive, but I think it's aggressive enough just based on how they are and how they want to grow. Um, but I think they keep doing what they do on their personality side and just how they talk to people and, and, you know, have that initial kind of conversation because it's just, uh, they're just real people. And again, it's, you know, your first questions are always like, there's no way this, you know, all the competition around and they're like, it works, you know, it, it, you just, you know, you just got to do it. And um, that's the that's the fun part about it, if that answers that question. Yeah, I mean, if, if I'm breaking breaking through here, I mean, what they need to do as a franchisor is, one, in your viewpoint, be slow and steady. Make sure that when you're qualifying mm-hmm. my peer, that I want my peer to have the same mission, vision, and values as I have yeah. so that it protects Absolutely. the brand. And then from getting out there, it's probably just a matter of not enough people know their personality. And so whether yeah. that's the conversations like this um, or in the media to allow them to show that we're real people, we care passionately about the success of our franchise operators. And yeah. you're going to, you're going to, we got to build trust. And once we establish the trust, mm-hmm. then go ahead and move forward. But yeah. it's interesting because a lot of, a lot of franchisors, I mean, the way that they set growth goals is they go like this and say, you know, I want a thousand units next year versus yeah. what you're advising them as a franchisor stay the course. Cause every, every year is going to get a little bit bigger. Yeah, for sure. And they, they hold steady that and they keep us up to date with that stuff, which I love. And, um, but they're very transparent. And I, the other thing I love is, I mean, I can pick up the phone and call Knoxville. I can call Charlotte. I can call Atlanta. I can call Birmingham um, because we're, we're not competing against each other. We're all doing the same thing. We're just in different cities. And Philip and those guys encourage that because it's saying, well, if, if he's doing that in Knoxville and it's working like, man, I want to, what are you doing? Um, and it, same thing when they call and they're like, Hey, last week, y'all, knocked it out of the park like what in the world and um that's the type of people they look to have brought in so i think that's another significant piece of the via model is you know we're talking to people in san antonio and texas you know it's just it's really neat uh and then we all just kind of spur each other along in that regard what does your what does your wife say about the business now oh man she is she loves it um I, I mean, I remember this vividly after first conversation about this process and coming on board, I was like, Christina is going to, she's going to laugh. She's going to think I'm crazy. And she did. She was like, dumpsters, like, what do you mean? And I said, let's go for a walk. And so we walk our neighbor like we normally do. She's, I'm like that. And she's like, okay. You know, and as we're walking, she's counting them. She's like, I've counted 10. And I'm like, yeah. And that's just our neighborhood walk with all the renovations going on. And, uh, after, you know, like I said, several weeks of just kind of meeting and talking with Pete, uh, Philip and those guys and partners here, it was, uh, she really had a strong just sense of, she's, I think this is where you're supposed to be. And 
this is your chance to, again, have something and to use what the Lord's given you through teaching and coaching to just lead others and coach others. And you're just, you have a different platform now. You're it's, it's dumpsters and trucks and people. And, um, we, I mean, we love it. It's, it's neat. My kids love it. You know, I get, if I come home with a dumpster in the truck, they're like, yeah, I mean, uh, they think it's a, you know, awesome to see the big truck and the container. So, uh, we are certainly, uh, very grateful for the opportunity and, and enjoyed it so far and looking forward to just uh, future years of success and growing it. Did you, from, from the first second that you get, get into business, like how long did it take to get the, the first client and were you, were you afraid at all? No, you know, it, it, it wasn't too long. Uh, honestly, you know, the, I guess the part that you really have to figure out and navigate just like with anything, cause there is a, there's a big service side to this, but there's also a, a sales component, you know, because you're, you're a new brand and a, in a market and there's other people that they've been using. So you've got to kind of tell them what we do. And again, that's part of the Vivia model. Same day, next day, get, you know, service. Uh, we put safety boards under the container to mitigate property damage. Um, you know, so really learning that language and then, you know, figuring out, you know, tonnages and, size of our containers and different things like that was, I wouldn't even say intimidating. It just took a little time to get comfortable with it. Just like if you asked me a soccer question about recruiting, I could have told you the kids graduation year and their GPA and all that, but it took several years to learn that as well. Um, I think this is just a comfort level of navigating kind of the, the terminology and the knowledge base from a waste, waste removal, waste management standpoint, but it's really a people business. You've got hardworking, I mean, hardworking people out there that we get to serve every day. And they're literally making people's dreams come true. When you're pulling up on a job site and all these guys and girls out here that are swinging the hammer and nail guns, they're building or remodeling or flipping someone's dream home. You get to be a part of that. And they want to have a sense of trust with you. So I think that component of it, it just makes it so real and um, just a relational business. You know, we're going to do what we do when we say we're going to do it. We're going to do it to the best of our ability. We are not perfect. And if we make a mistake, we're going to rectify it. But, man, we're going to serve you to our best ability. And people appreciate that in that in the construction world. Um, I think that's the most rewarding thing. You just get to be a small piece of that project um, in, in that regard. I love it, man. I mean, the passion that you have, both both for your approach to becoming a franchisee and now obviously the community that you're servicing is, is awesome. Yeah. And, and you know, I think that's that's the intangible in, in being an entrepreneur is are you are you a good person, even in the fundamentals? ends up like eventually that has tremendous impact to whatever you're trying to grow as a business. And obviously you can see that in you and appreciate you sharing your story with you. And obviously we wish you the, the best of luck. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. I appreciate you guys having me. I'm glad it finally worked and appreciate your patience and uh, finally getting here. I know we had to reschedule and reschedule, but uh, glad to be We're here. It's exciting it's and done. I've enjoyed it. Yeah, Thanks, man. Clark. That's appreciate it. it. Okay. Take care. Thank you, man. Have a great day.